0: I'd like to say a special thanks to Avon for supporting this episode of Beauty Life Lessons. Avon has just launched their brand new Renewal Eye Cream, the perfect product to complement their top rated and customer favorite Renewal Power Serum. Powered by Avon's award-winning Protonol technology, this duo helps to restore years of collagen loss, boost collagen production, and delivers up to seven age-defying skin benefits in just seven days. To find out more and shop the products now, speak to your Avon rep or shop directly online at avon.uk.com or on Amazon. Hello and welcome to this episode of Beauty Life Lessons from Grazia with me, Annie Vischer. Today's guest is Emma Willis, who needs no introduction, but I'll go for it anyway. She is one of the UK's best loved TV presenters, best known for hosting Big Brother, the six series, as well as ITV's The Voice. In this episode, Emma lets us into the skincare secrets behind her signature glow.
1: Just keep it simple. Good products that have been recommended by the right people, and I only ever wear makeup if I'm at work. But admits that good genes play a part too. Routine and product, and looking after yourself is a big part of it. But then you've got that thing called genetics. And she reveals how she keeps self-criticism at bay. I really have to monitor myself and catch myself with that negativity and be like, hold on a minute, you don't do this to anyone else but yourself, so just stop. Hello and welcome Emma, how are you today? Do you know what, I'm good. My head's quite foggy still, hence the only 50% intake of caffeine yet, but uh, (laughs) water and coffee will do the job. (laughs) not so great for a beauty podcast, is it? Like, oh, what do you need to start your day? (laughs) A vat of coffee, please. Well, we like
0: to keep things real, so it works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) And I'm particularly looking forward to talking all things beauty with you. I mean, you have been in the makeup chair countless times throughout your career, and I can't help but think you must have picked up a fair few tips along the way. Um, But before we kick off, I would love to know about your kind of beauty vibe, your beauty style in general in terms of products? Like, do you know what you like and do you stick to it? Or are you constantly trying new things? Is your bathroom cabinet
1: brimming with new buys or is it kind of hyper streamlined and organized? I would love to say it's hyper streamlined and organized. And I suppose in a way it is because I'm I'm very much a, I know what I like and I like what I know kind of person. Um, and I don't really... I think I probably have like a two, three year window, but but I really am always like simple. I, I try not to kind of overdo it. I, I, I came quite late to the whole facial and treatment thing as well. I, I just didn't bother with it because I used to think the more I fiddle with my skin, maybe the worse it's going to be. So if it's looking all right, I'm just going to leave it. And now I'm getting older, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I really should have, I really should have maybe um indulged in some of those things when I was earlier, and maybe it would have helped me fight these lines <laughs> a bit a bit sooner. But um so I I kind of um with at home beauty, I do keep it quite simple. I have got quite a lot of stuff in, I was gonna say wardrobe, it it's a cupboard. For me, simple is best. So I, I kind of have like a two, three, maybe four year lifespan with things. And then, you know, if something new gets introduced, then I, I might have a little switch up. Or I think because I've started having more um kind of facials and like laser treatments, because I get uh, quite a bit of pigmentation, you know, you, you meet people and you speak to experts and they go, oh, well, actually you should be using a vitamin C serum and you should be using this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll tweak it a little bit. But the general principle for me is just keep it simple. Good products that have been recommended by the right people. And I only ever wear makeup if I'm at work.
0: And you touched on treatments there. So what are your go-tos at the moment? And what would you recommend? What have you found that really does the job? So
1: I love pedicures. Of any treatment I've ever had, pedicures are like the one that have been there from the beginning. I don't do them anywhere near often enough. <laughs> um, but if I'm gonna have a little splurge, um, or actually if like anyone's kind of buying me a gift, you know, like instead of a candle or flowers, they go, is pedicure because they know how much I like them. Um, so I love a pedicure. From a face point of view, I love um I have laser, obviously, as I said for. um, Pigmentation. I've had uh, a thing called BBL a couple of times, which I didn't really think about. And I was having a massage once, and the woman was talking to me about treatments. And I said, Oh, I recently had BBL. And she went, oh, Really? <laughs> I said, Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. She was like, Oh, oh, I didn't realize. And I was a bit like, Why is she acting like that? And anyway, uh, we kind of figured it out. She thought I was telling her I'd had a Brazilian butt lift, but um, I wasn't talking about that.
0: <laughs> so I thought that's about. what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's, a, it's a laser for your skin. Okay, <laughs> I mean, right. It, um, yeah, no, 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 no. I, haven't, I haven't had a butt lift. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hi, Graxian Podcast. This is my revelation. I've had a butt lift. I haven't gone under the knife yet. <laughs>
0: I'm so glad you clarified that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope I've got the letters right now. That's what I keep telling everyone. I'm like, oh yeah, I had a BBL. And they're like, oh. No, it's a type of laser and it um, it kind of blasts. I need to, I haven't been for a while actually. And I've, it's all starting to come back. Um, I started getting pigmentation after I had my son. I'd never had it before then. And um, it was really bad after him actually. I had it was like I had a moustache on my top lip and I had a massive patch here and they kind of stopped, they went, what they calmed down over time. But anytime I went in the sun, they would, they would really flare up. They have really calmed down, but then I've started getting it on my cheeks. So I've been going for this BBL laser and it, they kind of treat it. And then for about five or six days afterwards, it looks like you've got little bits of pepper on your face and it's where it's, it's brought the pigmentation out. And then they just kind of, drop off and your skin um is much clearer than it was so that's good but to try and prevent that I use a factor 50 on my face every single day even in the winter
0: mm. so let's talk about skincare because you're I'm not trying to supercharge your flattery battery but you are famed for your glowing skin or at least <laughs> not today look at you it are.
1: <laughs> let's get some light oh I look really pale that way oh that's better isn't it I need a spray tan <laughs> <laughs> or a holiday you're
0: radiant honestly your skin's amazing and it's certainly what I've come to know one of the things I've come to associate you with so what is your secret what's your skincare routine
1: my well I think we have to be super honest don't we and routine and product and looking after yourself is a big part of it but then you've got that thing called genetics, which also um, is a big part of it. <laughs> so um, my parents have both got fantastic skin. From a DNA point of view, I was pretty lucky with on that side of things. And I, I've been really terrible, actually, with water. I just, I mean, I've been in here how long? And I've had one sip. But again, the, the, you know, when I was younger, I was just like, oh got it's fine and now I'm 47 <laughs> I'm like, <ugh. laughs> trying to force it in to make up for all those years of of not doing it and you know I it, it's um I think we we kind of uh we we hear don't we that oh you know it's great for your skin you must you must keep drinking it because it'll make you look better but actually it's not just our skin it's our whole body and I think that is a, a massive a massive part of I um I I follow Tim Spector furiously on Instagram um, and just listen about how we need to sort our tummies out and our guts out because what we're putting in is is what we're seeing come out. So um, I try to eat much better. I try to minimize refined sugar. I do drink coffee, which I love. I don't drink alcohol very often, maybe once or twice a year. (laughs) So that is a bonus and then you know i think once you've got the foundations of everything you know you're kind of hydrating eating well then you kind of got to look at what you're putting on top as i said I don't i don't really wear makeup i like to let my skin breathe because i have to wear a lot of it for work supplements so making sure i put the right supplements in my body if i'm not getting enough of the right food the right products but again minimal uh so i use um I use a vitamin C serum. It's not a serum. It's like an oil, like drops. Den- a Dennis Gross one. It's in an orange bottle. And when you put it on, it makes you go a little bit, not orange, but it gives you a little bit of a glow, which is lovely. <laughs> and then that is my absolute go-to moisturizer. Which one is that? dermis Dermasutic. So it's a post-treatment cream. again. I went for a treatment, I had a laser and the woman was like, wear this. And I've worn it ever since. It's Factor 50 and can you see it? It looks like a tinted moisturiser, but it's not, it's not white. And it's got a little bit of like an iridescent glow in it. Lovely. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. So it just kind of naturally pops, pops the light. And, um, but you're not wearing makeup. So it's, uh, I love it. It's really good. I've been using that for about, three years, but that is not going to be a three-year cycle. This is staying. That's staying. That's a mainstay <laughs> now. <laughs> I've been using this for a while, and then I've just started incorporating the um, uh, the collagen sachets with it. I've been trying to take collagen for ages <laughs> in various forms. My husband uh, has a cupboard full of kind of every supplement and thing you can imagine Um, and he's been saying to me for years uh you should try collagen see if collagen works you know it might just do something um so he would just add it to my coffee like little powders so yeah so uh I try to always remember to take a uh collagen sachet uh what else do I do oh microblading I mean that changed my life really are you hooked now oh yeah I mean (laughs) I don't ever not have eyebrows it's I don't really have eyebrows which was my problem so when I went I didn't want the
0: no not the draw me me a pair
1: I just wanted her to fill in what I didn't have so um microblading changed my life as well and now I never have to draw them in which is amazing and they frame your face so that makes a difference
0: they do, they do, and yours are just so natural. And like, I would have never known at all that you'd had those microbladed on. So yeah,
1: they're very good,
0: brilliant. And like you said, like it's a you know it's a treatment, but then it makes every day after that so low maintenance, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. My all I literally do is put a bit of mascara on, put my three creams on, one, two, three, mascara out the door that's it. so good so good and then I want to talk
0: about hair as well your best hair advice because I know you sometimes play around with your color but you definitely have a signature cut so what's
1: your, <laughs> well what's it's your best... either it's either this or short yeah <laughs> that's yeah. it my hair isn't great it's re- I'm a bit like a dandelion it's really fluffy and if it's looked after it can be quite curly well it is quite it's quite wavy. I, again, after I had my kids, I lost loads of it, loads and loads and loads, and it's never really grown back well since. So it's super, it's super fine and super fluffy and a little bit curly. So if ever I tried to go anything but here, it just looks quite ratty and rubbish and really thin. So um, I just find shorter is better. Well, I went to see a trichologist actually once because I was I was a little bit, I just kind of wanted to know why, if if there was a reason for it, or if this is just kind of the way I am. Um, and she said, the lifespan of a hair is, I think, three years, I think she said. But mine are falling out from about here. So That's about a year and a half. So they're not lasting their whole lifespan. Um, but again, uh, that was a couple of years ago, which is when I was 45. Now I'm 47 and my hormones have changed and so everything is all over the place <laughs> to be quite frank i it's stalled so much at work that when i'm at home i just make sure i use a good shampoo and conditioner i um, i use olaplex uh, treatments and just kind of leave it in and then let it dry which is what i've done today just when i'm in a hole of tying it up that's when i go it's time to cut it off again because i never wear it down so what's the point <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're right, postpartum hair loss as well is such a huge thing because our hair, well, as women, everything is governed by or our hormones, but particularly obviously when there's big peaks and troughs at times like pregnancy. And I mean, I write about it a lot. Obviously, I hear about it a lot in my industry, but it's often something that people are take quite taken aback by and hadn't bargained for. And Because your hair often is so intrinsically linked to your kind of self-confidence, it can be really hard to deal with, I think, for some people.
1: Absolutely. I wasn't really aware of it until mine all started to fall out. Like you say, you you don't, well, I didn't. Now I do because I'm around pregnant women a lot more with delivering babies Um, and I've had three children and I've looked into it a lot more since it happened to me. But I was blown away. I think it's something like you can lose up to 25% of your hair a lot, especially when you're not expecting it, nor does anybody kind of forewarn you. (laughs) So yeah, and, and I think from then I felt like it's a constant battle, probably because I had three kids and Trixie was born when I was 40. And I was kind of all ready for the whole, oh, life begins at 40 thing, which was great because I had a baby and, and it was all wonderful. And little did I know that only a few years after that, your hormones are going to not just nosedive nose because um, you know, your body's kind of repairing itself and getting back to normal post having a baby, but also perimenopause is on its way. <laughs> your four is what something I wasn't really expecting if I'm honest I thought it was all going to be like the best decade of my life and um it has been for many reasons but from a hormonal point of view it absolutely took me by surprise and we'll be right back after this little
0: aside on our series partner Avon With 137 years in the business, Avon has built its prestigious legacy on beauty innovation. Avon are passionate about creating products that embrace the latest trends and cutting-edge technology. And then, of course, there's their latest product, Avon's Power Eye Cream. Team it up with their power serum and you've got the ultimate power couple, which help to restore years of collagen loss, boost your skin's collagen production, and deliver up to seven powerful skin benefits in just seven days. So for smoother and firmer looking and more resilient healing skin, shop with your Avon rep online at avon.uk.com or on Amazon. And how did you find balance after that? And maybe this feeds into sort of one of the categories we're talking about, self-care. So what does self-care mean to you? And what are your best pieces of advice in that arena?
1: I think the best thing I ever did with regard to self-care is educate myself and open my mind a little bit because uh, I think me personally, um, I have not really prioritized myself when it comes to self-care because you have a list of other things that you have to prioritize, which are three kids, work, a home, balancing all of that, which we all do. Self care was just something that there was never any time for. And in the list of priorities, I would always be at the bottom. And I was fine with that because I like being busy and I have a busy life. Um, But then it gets to a point where you just feel absolutely ruined and exhausted. And um, I started feeling quite low actually. And I didn't know why, because I didn't have any real reason to to, to feel low, had some blood tests done and found that loads of things were out of whack. And that's when actually it was, it was Matt that, that, because he's very good at those things and has to be because that helps him, that helps him through his recovery and keeps him, um, on a really great path actually. So I understand how he needs it and why he needs it and what it does for him. But I never really thought I needed it myself until uh, I got my results back. Found that a load of things were out of whack, and he said, "Right, you've really got to prioritize yourself now a little bit each day and and do something for you." And I would always say, "There's just no time. There's just no time." And and then that comes to, "Well, actually, I have to make time, or find time, or substitute something." Even if it's just to breathe, I mean the, the whole breathing breath work thing is still very, very new to me, and um i I struggle, you know, I struggle with it because it I have to concentrate on breathing, which feels weird, but I'm kind of just learning about how 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 breath and anxiety and stress and tension has a massive impact on your body, and that is something I'm trying to. Knock out
0: So do you think you would have ever taken that time or done that if Matt or somebody else hadn't given you that permission or made you aware and said you need to?
1: Um I think I probably would have found it eventually. I'm glad that I found it before I had potentially you know hit a wall and just felt broken in a way. So it, it it was good timing. So now I, um, it's weird, isn't it? Because you hear so many people talk about if you just give yourself a little bit of time each day or a couple of times a week or whenever it is that you can chisel that time in. And if you give yourself a little bit of prioritization and you um, do something good for yourself, whether that is breathing, getting in a cold plunge or, or a cold bath or a cold shower in the morning uh, or exercise. That's the, <laughs> that's the word I needed. Exercise. It does make a massive difference on how you feel. I'm someone who I, I go in cycles with it. I'll be on a roll and I'll, I'll do Pilates and um, I'll do boxing and I'll get on a rower. Those are the things that I really love. I don't want to be sweating and out of breath in a hit class because it just makes me never want to go. So I think picking the things that you enjoy, again, really obvious and like we've heard for years. Um, But it it, it was, I suppose, just opening my eyes to those things and letting them in and letting go of other stuff. You know, forget putting a load of washing on. Just if you've got 20 minutes, go and do something. Um, And be more present. Uh, with yourself as well as everyone around you but but be be present for you
0: yeah and it is like you said it's that I mean the analogy I love and I feel is circulating so quickly at the minute and I swear it's because of that series Fleischmann's in trouble which I've just raced through but it's put your own oxygen mask on first oh yeah
1: I like that
0: that's what's everybody's bringing that up at the minute and it just
1: it hits home to so many people I think it does it does you know that that's kind of what Matt has always said he's like if you are if you are looking after yourself then you're a much better better human for you and everybody around you so yeah I I, that's that's what I've been uh trying to do (laughs) (laughs) And to take you on a totally different tangent,
0: um, let's talk about nails. Now, we've touched on pedicures um, (laughs) and your love of pedicures, um, which I guess that's self-care, isn't it? But when it comes to nails, what's your vibe? Are you a DIY-only sort of nail person or do you have a nail artist that you're devoted to? And what's the best piece of nail advice that you have?
1: I like to keep them kind of semi short and really always neutral. I went through a phase of loving navy blue, which I still do. And I do like red, especially when I go on holiday, but it's, it's a foot thing for me, I think, which is weird because I'm not really a foot person. <laughs> if I'm a, if I'm home and I get it done, I just like a kind of clean buffed nail rather than a color. Um, and I go to Margaret Dabbs. Have you been? Yes, I mean, that's amazing. Like, next level. I was blown away when I discovered that because I would just go to, you know, somewhere on my high street and that is all good. But then I think, it again, it was a gift because people know how much I love <laughs> pedicures. I think it might have been Matt that found it actually. And I was, I had a medical pedicure and I was just like, whoa, and you don't need a polish after that because they come out looking like you've just been born. They were absolutely amazing. So um but they're not cheap. You know, they are for special occasions, which is normally once a year when I go on holiday. (laughs)
0: Those Margaret Dabbs medical pedicures, they're some sort of wizardry though, because I remember getting one, you know, my technician or therapist, but said something like, oh you you were wedges quite a lot or something like this it was something really I'm like how did you know and they'll just look at how my sort of foot <laughs> what my foot's doing and say oh you go to you know well uh, uh, they just they'll be able to tell just the strangest things from it like oh you your right foot points outwards when you're on like the treadmill or something like this something so peculiar and so particular that you almost feel like you're at a tarot card reading or something like
1: this. <laughs> Yeah, but they do um, alignment and stuff, don't they? Like everything.
0: Yeah, it's very holistic and a real revelation when you do begin for one. So no wonder you'll enter your pedicures. <laughs> they,
1: they do biomechanical testing, I'm sure, to find out how you walk and uh, realignment for your spine. And it's phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. A whole new world. It is a whole new world. So I love that. <laughs> and, and I find Rochelle Humes, she's like a life Rolodex. She's, <laughs> she's—that's what I call her. Literally, if I'm like, Rosh do you know a good manicure place? Rosh do you know this? Rosh do you know anyone that does balloons? She's literally like, yeah, babe, he goes. <laughs> she knows everyone and um has everybody in her phone. So, um. Generally, I find that if I'm looking for someone, I go to Rochelle and she always has impeccable nails. So she introduced me to a lady called... Harriet Westmoreland. No, Millie. Millie Mason. So I met Millie Mason recently and she, I mean, she did a wonderful job but that's not always that. Again, was a uh, we're going on holiday, so I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna splash out a little bit. Yeah, the treat factor, the t- <laughs> treat factor. Get yourself ready, and I'm also <laughs> quite partial to a spray tan every now and then, especially like tan. if you're going somewhere. Um, I use James Hartnett.
0: Yes, you know him.
1: Yes, of course. I one of the OGS. Friday, one of the OGS. Uh, so yeah, that is good. And another kind of self-care and treatment thing that I've been doing for nearly two years is having stretch therapy.
0: Talk me through that. What is (laughs) stretch therapy?
1: (laughs) Stretch therapy. Well, I mean, I wish I could, but I'm not qualified to tell you exactly what it is. But it's, I suppose it's a form of physio along with fascial therapy. So your fascia is um, like where everything connects. So ligament, muscle, tendons. Um, and I have a really bad uh, dodgy left shoulder. So I stopped being able to train anything above lifting. So we kind of laid off it for a bit. And then I train with a guy called Rob Solly, who is actually one of Matt's oldest and best friends who used to be the lead singer of the band and is now a personal trainer and he's brilliant um and he said he had met a woman called amy who was a stretch therapist and i should meet her because she could fix me and it was again one of those things where i was like, i just don't have time i can't do that procrastinating procrastinating procrastinated until one day my lower back went and i literally couldn't walk I was meant to be seeing Rob and he said, let me call Amy. And she is the most wonderful woman. She was a ballerina for the Canadian National Ballet, has has stopped doing ballet now and is now a stretch therapist. So her, her life and her work was her body. So she really understands them. And then she went through years of training wow. and is now a stretch therapist here in, in London. And she came to see me and she could barely move me on the bed because it, I mean, it was just so painful. And she said, I really need to just have time with you. And again, I went, well, time is something I I don't have because I'm just really, you know, life and work and family just, and again, not prioritizing yourself at all. But I was just, my body was in a real funk. So I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to invest in this to invest in myself because what I want to be able to do is still run around with my kids when I'm 60 and 70, you know, God willing, I'm still here. So I saw her every week until February just gone. And she has changed my body. Just how I, and how I think about it. She explains it so well about how you are connected and how you move and how one thing has an impact on the other, how we stand, how we hyperextend, how we should be standing, especially like, you know, if, I'm, if we're on set and we stood for, for, you know, on the voice, they're five hour periods of just standing and watching and you're constantly just trying to get comfortable So she's taught me literally how to stand and to distribute my weight in the right way so that it won't have an impact on my spine and I won't get those twinges and my back won't carry the tension. Just all I mean, and and this goes back to what we said at the beginning. And I've tried to start educating myself on how on the things I can do to implement into my an easy that are easy to implement, which will have an impact on my life going forward and my kids in a positive way.
0: That makes total sense. So your your bottom line with beauty really is invest in yourself, whether that's time and whether that's sort of a moment of self-care. And also what I've got from this is
1: Matt is kind of like your self-care manager. (laughs) (laughs) He absolutely is. He is. You know, I... I'm one of those people that I will happily procrastinate because, not happily, I don't want to procrastinate. I am a doer, but I also, I also don't really believe in myself. You know, I, I believe in everyone else. I believe in, you know, again, absolute um, collagen have this absolute possibility, right, which I am a 100% believer in with everyone. So everybody around me, I'm like, you can do this, especially with my kids. I'm like, you can do anything. You can be whatever you want to be. Just, you know, embrace yourself, be true to you, do what you want to do, be happy. But then when it comes to myself again, I'm like, oh, I don't think I should do that. Oh, I can't do that. Who do I think I am to be able to do that? And it's reframing those thoughts, isn't it? It's um, If this is what you believe for everybody else, why can't you believe it for yourself? As I'm getting older, I'm getting better at it. But also, as I'm getting older, with hormonal changes, you get more anxiety, and then that kind of goes. Oh, I'm in this. Yeah, I can do anything. Oh, but can I? <laughs> it's it's a real um, it's a real head bucket. Times <laughs> I really have to monitor myself and and catch myself with that negativity and be like, hold on a minute. You don't do this to anyone else but yourself. So just stop. And I
0: think that's a great sort of. Note to finish on, at least we've come to the end of sort of my questions. Apart from one, apart from one lighthearted one that I always round off with, what would you say is your biggest beauty blunder to date?
1: I mean, at the time I didn't think it was a blunder. I thought I was rocking it. You know, I was a, a child of the late 80s. So I had a highlighted blonde perm um with a beautiful fringe. Lovely, like this. Who has who has a perm? One, when you've got curly hair, and two, with a fringe. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it was the era of Kylie Minogue. She has a lot to answer for. Um, And we all wanted to look like Charlene. So that's what I did. I was about 13. Oh, my gosh. I have just realized I was about 13. My daughter keeps asking me if she can color her hair. She's nearly 14. And I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) my mum was like, yeah, go and get your skull cap on, get those eyelids pulled through. You know, part of, I started modelling when I was 17. Um, I had my perm, actually I was probably about 14, 14, 15, and I started modelling at 17 and I chopped all my hair off short. And um, I think actually that was probably, that saved me from many, many blunders because (laughs) I learned very quickly about
0: being wary of beauty trends
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a blonde highlighted perm in a shell suit was um oh yeah but you know it was very fashionable back then yeah
0: oh yeah it was I mean I grew up as a brunette thinking that every woman's hair just turned blonde and curly when you got to your teens and I was very disappointed when it didn't happen <laughs>
1: exactly
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me Emma I know you have one of the busiest schedules around so I was thrilled that you um, were kind Not enough anymore, to find the time because <laughs> I
1: have also learnt the power of no which is really nice but again I think that's something that starts to happen as you, um, you realise that you have no time
0: <laughs> for anything <Yeah.
1: laughs> the power of no is, is great
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beauty Life Lessons from Grazia with me, Annie Vischer. Please keep listening for more episodes and listen back to previous episodes for some amazing guests sharing their top beauty tips. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. It really does make the difference to people finding us. See you next time. And thanks again to Avon for supporting this episode of Grazio Beauty Life Lessons. Don't forget to shop their skincare power couple, Renewal Power Serum and Renewal Power Eye Cream. And good news, Avon are currently running an offer until the end of June. Purchase both products for just £28 by speaking with your Avon rep or shopping online at avon.uk.com.